welcome to the Appalachian Runner podcast. We're here on New Year's Eve uh, with a special guest of mine. Uh, we're going to talk to uh, Mike Dolan, who's the current uh, race director of the Frozen Sasquatch 50K, which will be run uh, January 6th. Um, it's a 50K and 25K at the Canal State Forest up here in Charleston, West Virginia. So, Mike, welcome to the podcast. Hey, uh, Caleb. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, so this has been long overdue. Uh, we talked actually like last year around this time about doing it, and I think life kind of got in the way, and I don't know, but we finally got you on. But I'm definitely excited just to learn more about you and your story and how you brought this really fun race to to our area. Uh, so to kind of start off, you know, how did you get started into running? Um, so I, uh, you know, born and raised in Boone County. And, um, you know, growing up Boone County, a kid in the eighties, you know, there wasn't much running going, going on there. Um, you know, pretty much sports we played was, you know, football, baseball, basketball, uh, you know, if you wanted to play soccer, I think pretty much had to go to like Germany to play, you know, <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, um, wasn't much running sports i guess um but yeah in boone county um i don't know if you know much about boone there but um there's three high schools um and scott is kind of the biggest high school and they had they at that time they had a you know well-established running program and everything but i went to sherman and yeah we i, I think my senior year you know I was on the football team i don't want to say i played football I was, you know on the team <laughs> but um but yeah we uh I, I think they were starting looking into getting the track team started um then but uh but yeah uh yeah i remember being a pretty quick little guy on the team and everything but um source distance never really got introduced to it a lot and yeah speaking of well another high school was van uh that's the smaller one and uh pop quiz do you know what um local cross-country track coach went to van I do. Yeah. I believe Nick Bias. You were just talking. Current uh, University of Charleston coach who I was just speaking to about five minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was funny because, uh, yeah, you texted me and said you that he just called before we started. And I was like, oh, I'm probably going to mention him in the in the podcast. Yeah. It's, it's funny that, you know, neither of our schools, you know, had a running program, high schools. But uh, but yeah, we ended up mixed mixed in with it. So. <laughs> Um, but anyway, uh, guess, um, I don't know, kind of towards the end of high school, um, I remember, um, I grew up going, going to a church camp and there's a girl there that she went to Scott and, uh, which she was on the cross country team. And, um, I'd always see her getting up in the morning and going on runs and, you know, wasn't really making fun of her, but <laughs> yeah, I thought it was just a weird, weird thing to do. But I, you know, she invited me and, you know, another buddy and we ended up running uh this was you know along the Greenbrier river so i remember uh you know kind of enjoying it um and then eventually you know that summer they invited me to go to uh their camp in hinton and uh there's a 5k race there um and so yeah that was the first first race i ever ran um it was the dam race at bluestone dam so you know fast forward when i went to college just kind of randomly walking around the campus with with another friend and uh 
we saw a girl that had a cross country team. Oh, it went to Glenville State, but uh, she had a cross country shirt on and was like, "Oh, we run," you know, just just kind of you know talking to her, um, talking to her. But uh, and she said, "Oh, you should come out and you know walk on the team or work out with us or whatever." But ended up uh, me and him both you know got on the cross country team and started running. <laughs> cross country there at Glenville, um, which is pretty crazy. But uh, I guess, um, and of course, the next year, um, there's a girl that joined the team that I was uh, thought she was pretty cute. And uh, <laughs> that was my future wife, Ashley. She, uh, well, she grew up going to Cabell Midland. So, you know, she had, a, of course, a background in running there. But yeah, I ran, ran cross country all four years. I, ne- I never did do track. Um, I guess I... <laughs> Uh, enjoyed fishing and everything in the in the spring but uh and uh yeah did you know local 5k races road races charleston distance run all those um and i don't know never really did get into trail running much until um yeah i got mixed in with dan layman in the wvmtr crowd and you know back then there wasn't a a lot of vultures going on not one on every corner you know <laughs> um like nowadays but um uh, Let's see. After my sophomore year, the the coach for Scott High School, uh, Coach Porter, he's talking about we we had a little running club called the Boone County Running Club, and you know we'd run in the summers. But anyways, he said, "Hey, we're gonna go do this 50k race <laughs> called the Rattlesnake at uh, Canal State Forest," and uh, wasn't into the um, metric system, I guess. <laughs> I was like, "Well, uh, you know," he told me it's 31 miles. I was like, "Oh my goodness, I'm gonna die," you know. But, um, you know, he's, he's like, you just walk the uphills, you run the downhills and the flats are kind of do whatever you can, you know? So, uh, me and him and a couple actually kids on the cross country team, <laughs> uh, the high school, they, we went and did, did that. So yeah, that was my first, first ultra, I guess, back when I was 20 years old. Nice. <laughs> That's really cool. So I was trying to take mental notes of several things that you were talking about. First off, it seems like you were inspired by a lot of girls uh, to get into running. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I think the reason I signed up for my first uh, ultra, the Highland Sky 40, was because of a girl. So uh, there's something to that. <laughs> I remember... <laughs> I was at one of the aid stations, uh, Willie's aid station, which is like mile 30 something. And I was, I was bonked. I was not having fun. And they're like, oh, you're doing so good. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm walking. I was like, I I signed up for this for the wrong reason. I shouldn't be out here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the definite low point in in that race, that that section through there. Yeah. Uh, But second thing is, man, Boone County has a lot of storied runners and it's really cool because it's not like there's been a, uh, you know, a program like high school program that's like pu- pushed all of them out. Like you, like you said, Scott High School had Corky Porter, who was a big influence on a lot of people in the in the area. But like it wasn't like Cabell Midland or any school like that where they're just popping out hundreds of runners. You know, it, it's a area that doesn't have a whole lot of you know even like really tracks i mean back in the day it may have been an asphalt track at at scott high school might still be i don't know yeah yeah i think it may may actually be um, yeah yeah, okay. yeah it's, it's wild and and uh and, and yeah actually you know can connecting a few dots there i guess but uh 
so yeah, Corky, I think you said Corky Porter, but Corky Drinkard. Drinkard, that's it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So actually his his granddaughter is uh Martha Drinkard, which was the girl at the <laughs> church camp. So oh. um so yeah, which is also in the name of my daughter. <laughs> but um but anyway, uh yeah, Corky and uh yeah, really good good guy, part of the running community. And I think he was yeah, a big part of us, yeah, getting getting into the running. Yeah, yeah. And like like you said, you have Nick Bias, who's the current University of Charleston coach, you know, big time marathoner. He's run like 240 low, I think. Um, you got Adam Kuhn. I don't know where he's technically from. Yeah. I know he's so, so he uh actually where I was on the football team, his his dad was one of the football coaches. Um Coach Kuhn, Warren Kuhn, yeah. <laughs> but uh I remember him. Uh, yeah because he's a little younger than me but he was you know the water boy or his dad was the coach and everything he's just running around you know on the football team little little guy um but yeah he's he's quick guy now and, and yeah i guess both of, both of them ran at concord so mm-hmm. and and yeah i remember yeah back in the day concord had like half of their team was boone county <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, it's wild. And then, like, right now, I mean, you, you had Will Schaefer. He went to Marshall. He's my teammate, and then he's my athlete for two years. Um, mm-hmm. Jalen Browning, she's from Scott High School as well. You know, so it's just cool to see, you know, all these people. Um, even, like, uh, John Baldwin. You know, I paced him at Rim to River, and he's he's a Boone County guy, too. So kind of cool just to see, you know, a pretty grassroots running community uh, kind of all come together and – you know, you talked about the rattle. Was it rattlesnake fifty k? Uh, yeah, rattlesnake. Um, yeah, that was that was my first ultra, and and Ashley's is is a lot of. I mean, you ask around, it's a lot of people's first ultra. You know, Dan Lehman, Adam Cassidy. You know, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. And what year was that? Because it's no longer a race now. But I remember seeing an image of it um, yeah. way back. Um, let's see. So I did. I did it officially five times i believe um so the the first time i did it was 2000 and then 2001 and, um but it um uh, they quit putting it on and then brought it back one other year i can't remember it might have been like 2011 or something um but uh but yeah i think i guess since then has it hasn't been uh going we uh sometimes we use it for a training run because it's a pretty beefy hilly um i actually went out you know back then i didn't have a gps watch or anything um just out of curiosity i did it last year and it ended up short it was about 28 miles but i mean there's 6500 feet of vert <laughs> so that was up and down up and down so <laughs> so was it like a one loop course or was it a multi-loop course or because i mean at canal state forest you guys have like a ton of space where you could do pretty much a 50k all on dirt roads or you can do all on trails i mean obviously the frozen sasquatch which we'll talk about in a little bit kind of intermingles both but there's just a, so much to work with there yeah it uh because yeah you got over nine thousand acres and and yeah i mean this yeah this course was it's kind of like a you did a small loop and ended up right around where it started and then you did another big loop so uh so yeah i mean it's pretty much a big one big loop um in middle of July, which made it not much easier, <laughs> you know. Um, but uh, but yeah, yeah. There's the there's another race they put on called the Snowflake. It was like a winter version of it, which I'll kind of go into that talking about Sasquatch. But uh, pretty good, good old trail out there. 
Awesome. So before we start talking about Sasquatch, you know, let's talk a little bit more about the ultra races that you've run, you know, since then, since your very first one. Um, yeah. Well, what's been your favorite ones? You know, what, how many have you done? And just tell me a little bit more. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of poking around on the ultra sign up there to see, <laughs> I guess, past go, you know, down memory lane, but, um, but yeah, a couple of them, I was looking at are, are ones that are, are no more like, like those, uh, yeah, rattlesnake and snowflake. Um, they used to have a race up at big bear Lake up, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what is that? It's Hazleton or, um, I don't know. Have you ever ran there? Um, I been- run there. Yeah. It was during the WU cross country camp. Uh, we did a loop around the lake and they'd said that there was like a 12 hour or some type of like distance run out there back then. Yeah. Yeah, this was the the Big Bear Lake twelve hour. Um, Heather and Don Parks uh, put it on, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Is is you know pretty low key, and and uh, unless I'm mistaken, the entry fee was like uh, you could do it one person or two person or three person or four person team, and it was like fifty bucks, whatever. <laughs> you know, if you had four people, it was like you know fifty bucks. It was really cool. Um, but and and then I think it's it's about six mile loop um through pine trees and stuff um but yeah i did that did that one year on as the 12 hour uh, and then another year as a team um and another race uh i'm actually wearing the shirt i don't know if you can see it there but yeah. um mm-hmm. the cheap mountain moonshine madness 50 miler um that was a neat race i asked adam cassidy put on um let's see this was 2008 i've I did it twice, um, but yeah, it was a 50-mile race, uh, middle of August, but it started at 9 p.m., so that that was, you know, a different type of race. It's, it's really cool, um, and 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 yeah, actually, <laughs> I remember, uh, so Dan Todd, I'm, I might be going back and forth here a little bit, but you know, we'll roll with it. Uh, Dan Todd put on the dirty dog race, but he uh he had he worked in aid station at the Cheap Mountain Moonshine Madness. And uh I remember like feeling kind of woozy, you know, it was like uh I don't know, I think I was dehydrated forty miles in or whatever, and, and I came around the bend and I looked up and I saw the the Raincor monster from like Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I was like, I'm going bonkers here. I need to, you know, I'm hallucinating. And and no, it's Dan Todd. He had a portable projector and was playing movies on it. And oh. uh, that happened. <laughs> what was going on? But uh, but yeah, there's a lot of a lot of, you know, cool. The aid stations kind of competed against each other to, you know, um, kick it up a notch. But but yeah, that was a real cool race. Um, let's see. Of course, Highland Sky. I mean, that's you know, a lot of people's got a special place in their hearts um but uh yeah i'd done done it six times i remember well the first year i did it was 2009 and uh i talked to buddy uh college cross-country teammate into doing it and uh me him and ashley after we finished we all all three of us said we're never going to do that race again and you know me and Ashley were like, oh, you know, we could have made up time here at the aid station. And, you know, it really wasn't that bad. Well, he, he never did run it again, but, you know, we came, <laughs> we came back five more times. But, but yeah, it's just a beautiful course. And, you know, Adam and uh, Dan, Dan Lehman 
great guys uh with that one no i've uh let's see there's the oh yeah i guess last year i did one called the conquer the wall Mm -hmm. uh, where i don't like running on pavement a whole lot um it's kind of wild that i did that one but it's it's a two mile paved loop for uh 40 47 hours it's not 48 because it's during the time change (laughs) so (laughs) yeah so yeah two mile loop for 47 hours and do whatever you can do during that um buddy alexis helps put that on um but uh yeah i guess a couple other ultras uh uh, oh yeah the capon 12 hour Mm -hmm. uh, mary jane and jason up, up in uh yeah, Kakapin State Park, I guess it's called. <laughs> but yeah, it's, that's really cool. It's five mile loop for twelve hours. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how many actual ultras I've done though, but you know, done some. Yeah, yeah and some some like unofficial, you know, type type things. Uh, like last year, I uh, kind of set a goal of running an ultra, at least one each month. Um, but yeah, not of the all of those were races, but <laughs> nice. So, so that was last year, or is that this year's goal? Uh, no, that that was last year, yeah. So, well, almost two years, so yeah, 2022, yeah. Okay, nice. Uh, so have you done a 100 mile race yet? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I've done uh, the Yeti 100, um, mm-hmm. I did back in 2017. Um, yeah, I guess the Conquer the Wall I did over 100 miles for that. Um, uh, wife Ashley, she just did the the Rim to River, which is actually she finished on her birthday, which was really cool. But That's cool, he, she did that. Me and her both, you know, have the 100 mile bug again. So we're we're all looking at looking at races. Um, we've got a couple I'm looking at, but uh, but yeah, that's I guess that's uh, the 100 milers I've done. Uh, I've never actually done a 100k, but um you know 50 milers and stuff yeah that's cool so was that ashley's first 100 mile race rim river she actually did the uh yeti 100 the year after i did it okay Uh, so yeah i did it in 2017 um and then 2018 yeah we i talked her into doing it so it it fills up really fast so she uh yeah i think new year's day like a lot of races and she signed up for it uh but that was 2018 and that was the year of my bad ankles uh <laughs> i uh let's see in march i rolled my right ankle really bad and then again in august i rolled my left ankle so not much running <laughs> uh, so yeah, by the time she ran it I, I was just driving around i couldn't run but but yeah yeah she did that in rim to river so mm-hmm. and how was it being like crew chief for her at rim to river this year I, yeah, I, I really like that. I'm, I mean, you know, anybody out there who's never paced or crewed anybody for a hundred, uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, and you really see how much how much people, you know, appreciate you being there, and and I mean, how much how much of a help it is. You know, I mean, I mean, there are some people that you know try to run without minimal help, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really cool. Just chasing around and cheering and then you go to the next plot and, and i'm i'm a big like map guy so i'm all looking at the maps and trying to figure out when she's going to get there and everything mm-hmm. but but yeah that's yeah i, I mean I, I think that's just as fun as running the race you know <laughs> it, it's sometimes more tiring than actually running the race oh, you're oh like, yeah 
I mean, you're trying to plot everything out, but then something goes wrong and then you're waiting and you're anticipating. You don't have service because you're down in Canard and, you know, there's a lot of fun things with that one. And like that one's fun because you do have to like travel to each place and it's not exactly an easy drive to every single one of them. So going from Fayette Station all the way to Anstead, I mean, it's literally faster to run than it is to drive over there. Like, And I always do the calculation of what pace they're doing and i mean like like for instance this year i was supposed to meet her at canard and i knew there wasn't cell service so i drove to before you drop down the mountain at a wide spot and i had cell service and everything and her pacer was tracking her on strava i mean i knew exactly where they were mm-hmm. everything and i was and then in the back of my mind i was like i better get down there and just in case and get a parking spot and everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I went down there and waited for three hours, you know, but, um, but yeah, it's all part of the, part of the fun. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. So the, and they, they were kind of talking trash between each other because it was like, you know, my buddy Ryan, he's like, Oh, it's my first 50 K. I'm going to still beat you. you know, but, but anyway, um, so I, I emailed Dan Lehman about it and I said, Hey, we're going to do this fun run. I'm going to actually go out and flag it. You know, have some food here and there, you know, park a vehicle and have a trunk full of food, or whatever. But um, I was like, if you want to put it on the web page, you know, the club web page and let people know about it. Um, so he did and got some emails and ended up we like made it official. It was a free low key race, but there's, you know, like 30 people that ended up coming down and he's like, oh, you might want to have them sign this waiver, you know, <laughs> just in case something happens. And, and and like a couple weeks before the race started, he or he emailed me and said he got an email from North Face, and the lady said, "Hey, I got um, some leftover swag to give away if you with your club. I know about your club, so um, he gave me her contact information and and they sent me like a pair of socks for everybody, <laughs> yeah, like twenty pair of socks and um, a pair of shoes to the people who want it." you know um yeah but since then you know north face hasn't <laughs> done that but uh so so yeah we just did the uh that version of you know the snowflake um i was gonna do it but i when i was marking it on my mountain bike i'm not a strong mountain biker i wrecked and sprained my ankle <laughs> so <laughs> i was actually the you know officiating the thing on crutches so we started talking about it and you know had a couple meetings and um, they were giving me some pointers on, you know, the races they did. Um, but yeah, there's a few things I wanted to change about, uh, of course, didn't want to do the same as that course, but, um, well, that, that course actually goes by the shooting range, which if you've been to Canal State Forest and you go down Hoffman Hollow, go by the shooting range, you, and you, especially if you're not expecting it, you know, sounds like you're going <laughs> to, you're not going to come out alive. So I was like, Oh, we'll take that part out of it. Um, and yeah, I kind of wanted to give it a creative name that stuck out, you know, if you're searching for races and you know, oh, frozen Sasquatch, that sounds fun, you know. Um, so I went out and designed, laid out the course, and I wasn't sure exactly how far it was and ended up being right at, I mean, I, I didn't tweak it hardly any. Um, and it ended up being, you know, 15 and a half ish miles. You know, you'll, somebody else will get something uh, with a GPS, but um but yeah i, I kind of wanted to just just be a part of the whole race directing thing and and even in that fun round there's you know some 
just being a part of somebody doing their first ultra. That was, I thought that was really cool. And, um, I mean, even to this day, you know, if somebody walks up to me at the race and like, that's my first ultra, or that's my first trail race, or that's the farthest I've ever ran. I mean, that's, that's still, yeah, it means a lot. You know, it make, makes me want to keep doing it. <laughs> it's, it's become one of the bigger and most, like, it always sells out, it seems like. And it seems to be one of the most highly attended 50Ks of the year, at least in our state. Um, so what, what do you think the hardest thing about race directing is, especially for a race like uh, Frozen Sasquatch? Um, well, like you said earlier, it's, you never know what's going to happen with weather and everything. Um, you know, so it's, it's kind of, sometimes it's hard to get volunteers because, you know, weather and sickness and colds and everything. So like, uh, I usually try to get enough people and, you know, there's been a year or two when, you know, 10 people email me within a week before the race. I'm like, Oh, I'm, you know, not going to be able to do it. But, um, but yeah, I think the, you know, the volunteer rounding up the volunteers um was pretty good and i mean a part of it uh i mean i used to really get nervous you know last week and yeah this is the 14th year so i mean there, there's still some things i'm thinking about but um i don't know i guess i guess yeah i'd say the volunteering that makes uh, sense i mean there's it just requires a lot of people and a lot of a lot of hours i mean yeah I how long the cutoff is but i mean you're if you're volunteering, you're going to be there from, I'd say, what, race starts at 8, so 8 till, what, 8 hours, I think, or maybe a little more than that. I mean, it's, oh, a, it's a long day, and it's where it's a two, of course, you can't just leave if you're one of the earlier ones, because, yeah, it they need it for, for both loops. So, yeah, that's tough. But it seems like most of the aid stations are pretty accessible. Um, the only one I wasn't really sure about is that last one, before you start coming down off the hill. Uh, but that's a road, I think, a forest road that kind of goes up to it. So, and actually, the first uh, four or five years of the race, um, it was harder to get to because um, uh, I don't know, I don't know what year it was, but the AEP went and redid the power line. So they, that's which that's where all the gravel comes from. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. no gravel at all in the whole course, and now there's now there's some. Um, but yeah, yeah, you can actually drive up to that one now it, it was you know pretty much four-wheel drive only um yeah now do you guys just have trucks or you guys use the uh, four-wheelers or atvs or anything like um yeah that one there for now is just uh yeah uh, a couple of buddies just you know take their trucks and buddies got a tacoma and uh but uh but yeah they they go up there and you know build them a fire when weather permits and <laughs> Have a, have a good old time up there but, but yeah the people who you know really come through for me working the aid stations they really seem to enjoy it uh so yeah that's that's huge <laughs> so where did the the name come from because frozen sasquatch like you're saying it really does pop out and it's something that's become kind of a uh it it makes it even more exciting because you know he's going to be there like the the sasquatch is out and you see him throughout the course every, like it, how do you come up with it uh i don't know I, I mean i guess like i mean even in my younger days i always just thought sasquatch and bigfoot was you know funny and everything and and uh you know i always like the name sasquatch better you know it's you know bigfoot that's you know it's not as cool sounding of a name but i yeah i don't, I don't know I, you know saw some 
there's some funny memes about you know sasquatch being the reigning hide and seek world champion <laughs> um but uh and i guess my i don't know if it was really a nickname but uh on my email now is running sasquatch so uh, you know back in college that's what i picked for my uh email i don't know maybe because i'm hairy and i like to run <laughs> but uh yeah and, and it's it's kind of so i got um there's two people that they're actually 10 time finishers uh but let's see there's there's eight people who've finished at least 10 10 times but there's uh pat and sally valella they're from uh punxsutawney and he he found the race because he he saw a thing on the news about a frozen sasquatch foot he's like oh i gotta show you this so he googled the news article and then the race popped up and he's like and they're they were already runners and he's like huh well let's go down there and run it <laughs> you know <laughs> so uh so yeah i guess at least it helped for those two to, <laughs> with the name like that but uh but yeah and, and i mean it, the whole race i try to be different with it you know i mean don't want the cheap metals from overseas or anything um the you know the wood burn cookies are kind of <laughs> a part of it now I came up with that idea i mean first couple of years i i would you know 200 awards i cut the woods myself and i still make them all you know in my basement or whatever um but back then i had carbon paper and i would trace a sasquatch onto the wood, every piece of wood and then hand wood burn it but uh but now i got an electric wood uh branding iron which yeah still not easy but it's a lot easier <laughs> yeah but, uh, and and you know like well you have uh some awards that my, my mom makes mm -hmm. uh she uh which i kind of jinxed the race from the beginning because you know before the first race i i asked her to do oil paintings and uh, she's looking for all these like snowy pictures, and I was like, ah, it, it doesn't always snow. It, I mean, <laughs> just froze, frozen, you know. And and I was like, you don't you don't really have to have snow in the painting. And of course, the first two years it you know, snowed and it was single digits. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good time. Good time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were designing the course. You know, did you have any specific routes you really wanted to hit and that's kind of what created it? Or was it just the most logical, you know, loop that you could figure out and ends up being close to 15 and a half miles? Because it does like there's some pretty iconic, you know, ascents and descents that really you love and hate at the same time because they're they're hard, but you know, they're huge. I mean, really the whole course in my mind is three three climbs. You got the first one, you got the middle one, and you got the the very last one. Uh, and then everything else after that's just kind of rolly. You're on Middle Ridge, and then you descend. So, you know, wizard, is that what you wanted out? But you want to make it kind of like fast, but also hard, or did it just kind of happen because that's what you were like looking at? Yeah, I've, I've always liked Middle Ridge Trail, and I, I kind of wanted to put more of that on it. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, just looking at it, I, yeah, kind of originally I, I wanted to put more more Middle Ridge on, Trail on it, but um i don't know it didn't work out but actually when i the first part you know you got that first climb on overlook and then um that old boundary road i mean that was a section that i i mean that kind of northwest corner of the whole park there at that time i hadn't done much exploring up there and i was, I was like i don't you know and all the other races at that time was kind of over on the middle ridge side so so i was 
you know, kind of trying to showcase that side, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, and and like I say, at the time time of the race, there was it was all dirt. There wasn't the gravel. Um, so, um, and and you know, you, you got that one really fast runnable section through the campground, and that's uh, a little bit of pavement, but not not too bad. But yeah, there's some some quicker folks, and I I try to try to get more you know 50k runners in it but but uh but yeah it uh i think there's i think there's about 60 50k runners i believe um i i cap it at 200 um but i mean now there's like 220 some i've you know pulled some more people off the wait list and <laughs> here and there but uh but yeah I, I think i think it may be maybe some folks pushing each other um which yeah, I was looking at the I wrote down the course records and everything, but uh yeah, I've always said that that female twenty five K record, that's that's the one that's been standing the longest since two thousand twelve. Dang. Uh, okay. And yeah, two two oh seven that uh but uh but yeah, that's that's the tricky tricky part. I mean sometimes the really fast guys do the or and gals do the fifty K. Um but uh yeah, yeah, we'll see what see what happens this year. I'm uh and and uh actually my daughter's running it for the third time. So that's okay. that's really wanting to get that golden Sasquatch award, which you get for the five time <laughs> finish. Uh but uh yeah, pretty excited about that too. Um I don't know, and I'll just hang out and eat some barbecue, wait for everybody and <laughs> Give a I bunch will of... say, Frozen Sasquatch has the best food after the race. Like, you know, yeah. it's cold outside, and you finish, you know, you finish everything, and you go inside that warm visitor center, and there's like chili, there's other soups there, there's like everything warm that you can think of. So you're like shivering and muddy and cold, and that just it just warms you up. Uh, coffee, hot chocolate, it just seems like you guys have everything. Yeah, I, I ran into a guy uh, actually at the WMTR club re- meeting, and we was talking about the race, and he he said, "Yeah, I, I was kind of hungry. I went back to the hotel, and I was like, did you not get any food?'" And he's like, "Wait, there was food." That's, <laughs> that's was, part about it. <laughs> I <was> like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I try to I try to be like, get in there and get you something to eat. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. So I was looking at the at the. You know, race entrance and yeah, it saw a lot of 25k runners but it's gonna be pretty interesting i think because you have a bunch of high school kids that are pretty quick and, um, and yeah, this is actually probably the most under 18 runners i've had like there's a bunch of uh some braxton county oh. uh, folks you know middle schoolers actually so um That's so yeah my cool. 13 year old running this year so nice <laughs> I'm all for it, man. I mean, as long as they're not doing the 50K or something crazy, like, I think it's great to get them on the trails. <laughs> and, it, I mean, it'll be fun because, like, you got a guy like J.R. Loyster, you know, he's he's won the 50K before. He's He has, like, the fat, one of the fastest times for the loop anyway, just on a normal training run. So you got <laughs> his experience. Then you got these fast high schoolers. You know, they're probably going to take it out like a bad elf hell. And <laughs> I, I'm imagining he's just going to like laugh at, at him, you know, going <laughs> that first climb, uh, let them all kind of fizzle out. But, you know, they're pretty talented kids, so they might end up putting up a fight. And then, you know, I don't really know a whole lot after that because I haven't been able to look through everybody. But uh, on the 50K side, I mean, Michael Owens is a two-time winner, and he's a hard rocker now. 
he just got in again uh, for Hard Rock this coming upcoming year. So he's going to be pretty tough, I think. And hopefully, I mean, uh, he actually he ran it the very first year in the twenty. I think he's actually a four time winner. Is he really? Yeah, because boy, well, he did the very first year he did the twenty five k. Okay, yeah. And and then yeah, the next year he did the fifty k. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, a little bit of a gap and and uh, yeah, so I think. Um, yeah, there's one year I think is 2012 when it is probably the warmest year, and and yeah, that's the year he ran like 405 or something, but yeah, and that was the record for a while until I think Tim Sykes, uh, who's now the coach at Akron, you know, he's he's a pretty cool guy, cool, uh, know him pretty well. Yeah, he ran four flat, and then and that was in the snow too. There's a couple inches of snow that year, really more impressive, yeah, (laughs) dang. He he ended up coaching at Oregon for a while too, which is pretty cool. Um, and then you know Lucas, you know Lucas was just doing his normal thing where he ran three fifty nine. Uh, and it was really, I will say, it's really muddy that year because we we were running together for a lot of it. And it's one of those things where I knew if I wasn't like in the lead by over a minute, he was going to win because he can he can go down that T berry descent like no other. Like I don't yeah. I don't understand because. I'm worried for my life when I go down that. He just doesn't care, apparently. Yeah, he's a, and like, yeah, he's crazy down it. Like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not, you know, a fast guy, but I, I consider my downhill running kind of my strong point, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, and th- another guy, jo- Joel Wolpert with the, mm-hmm. oh yeah, Highland Sky course record. He, we all. Oh, we did a fun run back in 2007. Dan Lehman and a bunch of us is a four day, 120 miler. And like the last downhill, I, I remember just thinking, man, I'm flying down this thing. And I, I thought I heard a bear behind me and it was Joel Wolpert coming behind me and just like, Hey, don't <laughs> just left me. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the name I'd rather not hear. <laughs> he still has that Highland Sky record. Hey. Uh, oh, well. It'll happen. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. It's it's tough, man. He he set the bar really high. Yeah, that's <laughs> but that's a. <laughs> it'll, it'll be fun. I'm ex- I'm very excited for it. I mean, I got my plan all set. I got all my nutrition uh, planned out. I actually I've run the course twice in the past two weeks just to kind of get a good layout of everything. Yeah, so I, you... I think it might be faster if it actually rains a bit. Because uh, did you, did you get the new reroute? Um. I don't um, know. Maybe not. I yeah. I need to send an email out to everybody, especially the fifty kers, because they, you know, you you guys climb overlook, well, climb every hill twice, but that yeah. overlook um, starts out kind of in a creek, and you're like boulder scrambling a little bit. Well, they did a little bit of reroute that gets around that, and it's oh yeah, it's more runnable. It's, I, I think it adds a little bit of distance, but I think time wise, it. I think so. Um, so I was just following the trail and they've actually flagged off the trail for something else. I don't know what it was, but I remember it wasn't like the same as it was, but I mean, it, I was just following the trail. So I figured that's what's what it is, but I didn't notice that every time I've run it past two weeks, it's been longer than it was past time. So yeah, that's cool. I mean, it's, it, I think it makes it a little bit faster because it's probably not faster in total, but easier to run because it's more switchbacky around rather mm-hmm. than running up the creek like yeah yeah i guess they designed it where you can mountain bike you know up it or whatever yeah. but that makes so sense yeah. 
add a little a little something different there. So yeah, that'd be good. That makes sense. I was wondering why it kept getting like being longer than the like what it was because there's a Strava segment for the 25k loop and it still hits, so it's close enough, but it's it's farther. It, like both times have been like 15 point like between 15.2 and 15 point like 35 something like that. So okay. it'd be pretty much as close as a 50k as you can get. <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm I'm excited, and then just trying to practice uh, bombing some of those downhills because, you know, like you said, wildcat is going to be. I think whenever it's wet, it's easier because the leaves aren't like hiding all the rocks, and yeah. that's something for me. I, I like to be able to see the rocks if I can. So hopefully, it, it's it is a little bit wet, but not too wet. But we'll see. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know if you had a couple inches of snow, you might be able to go downhill quicker with yak yeah. tracks or something. <laughs> going uphill might be tough though. <laughs> that's true yeah. <laughs> yeah well to finish off i do want you to tell your your famous story from 2022 remember it snowed <laughs> six inches the night before because oh, i remember i came to watch and uh as i was driving down the hill to go to the you know canal state forest i see this red truck like in the middle of a ditch and there was cars that didn't know what to do to go around it so they were just like parked in the middle of the road and I was confused. Everybody's confused. I ended up finding out that was your truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my Tacoma. Rest in peace. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think some, like you, some people know kind of part of the story. But, so, you know, this is all part of race directing that you were asking about earlier. So, running around like crazy the week before. So, um, I knew they were coming for snow. And me and buddy Mark Banier, we were out in the forest at the start line organizing stuff getting aid station separated and everything and kept looking out and snow kept piling up and piling up and um got a couple inches so yeah that was thursday um i went home davis creek road which is flatter um he went up connell road which is probably well the hill you came down where i wrecked on um well he called me right before i got home and said he went into the ditch I was like, oh, okay. And I was pretty much home. And anyway, um, he went back the next day to get his car out and said the roads were better because, you know, it warmed up and everything. So I thought the roads were fine. So went and did my thing, went to Robert's running shop and did the packet pickup and went home, ate dinner. And I was just going to go back out that evening. And I had a you know, truckload of stuff. I actually had the, all the barbecue for the race. Um, but I started going down that hill and it was just solid ice. Solid. I mean, they didn't touch it with anything. Um, yeah, I went wreck, went in the ditch. Um, cup came up, but yeah, going through my mind, I was like, well, if, if I don't go to the race, it it's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, I mean, I got to go. So I was, I was kind of, I had a, I mean, just a whole truckload of junk, important junk. And uh, I was like, okay, what do I absolutely need? So I grabbed the race bibs. I think that was it. Yeah. I was like, okay, race bibs are good. I need race bibs. So went and I called my buddy Nathan, um, which he's works at the last aid station on Johnson. Um, and uh, he came to the rescue and <laughs> we parked at the top of the road because I was like, man, you don't want to go down there. And uh, we walked down to my truck about half a mile. And I was like, man, I need to get that barbecue out of there, a couple other things. And I happened to have a sled in there, like an old plastic sled. I don't know even why I was in there. 
so we put that barbecue on there 45 pounds of barbecue um <laughs> and actually the silly pint cups that i was giving out for awards put that in the sled uh, a couple propane bottles uh the safety pins for the bibs that i forgot earlier <laughs> and we pushed that sled back up to his truck and uh got everything loaded and i mean i end up just crashing at his place and uh yeah coming out early the next morning and there's my truck right there because i mean uh, the cop tried to call a wrecker and they was like no we're not not going down there it's you know so yeah went and did the race and then came back and <laughs> got my truck afterwards so <laughs> Yeah, I think there was like two more cars in the ditch, like after that. Too. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it was kind of in the middle of a curve, and there's yeah, a couple, you know, you come around and hit a solid sheet of ice. <laughs> yeah, it, it, uh, and it was such is so weird because it did snow. I think it snowed that night, and then the next day it actually warmed up, and it's probably forty some degrees by the time like I got to Canal State Forest. I came for like the second loop. And really just wanted to see like Brandon Perry, Bob Luther, guys, JR finish. And uh, it was fine. I mean, you could tell like where the ice was, but it was melting because the sun was catching it. And just, it was funny. Cause like, I think I was talking to you at the race and you're like, yeah, that's my truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's okay. I, I don't know what I'm going to do from now on, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, make sure this race happens, I guess. <laughs> exactly. The, uh, the tolls of being a race director, you got to make it happen. Oh yeah, totally worth it though. I, I mean, it's it's really cool seeing, you know, people running and yeah, you know, when somebody comes up and says, "Oh, that's the best food I've had at a race," or "That's the best course marking I've ever seen," or you know, <laughs> or the course I've ever ran. So, <laughs> well, yeah, and like it will be a lot of people's first trail race, a lot of people's first fifty k. So I think it's really cool, and it's it's a fun time. So. You do a great job, and I'm definitely excited for this this weekend. That's for sure. Yeah, I got a I got a thing or two to do between now and then. Got my list. Got to carve the <laughs> golden sasquatches out and everything. But uh, yeah, yeah, got it, got it down at this point. So there you go. So when when are you marking the course? Is that like a last minute thing, or is that something you do like earlier in the week? Yeah, I kind of I kind of started doing it uh, later. I, uh, Matt Young's going. He's he's done the second half for years. Um, so we'll meet him out there Thursday, and uh, me and Buddy Hastings, uh, and whoever else wants to come out, <laughs> uh, Thursday. Yeah, probably just gonna do it Thursday. Um, cause yeah, it seems like I'll do it like Monday or Tuesday. There's a chance people pull pull the flagging. Um, I, mean, I put yeah. that sign up. Hey, don't tear down the flagging, but. You know. those, those mountain bikers they don't care they they want clean and crisp for them <laughs> yeah yeah as long as i don't make like a yellow caution tape clothesline for them they you know usually happy so <laughs> yeah but you got matt young doing it he's going to make sure it's the best mark course ever that's his that's his mo so right <laughs> <laughs> well like this has been awesome thanks for coming on you know like i said i'm excited my dad's running so i'm excited to get to run another 50k with him uh, it's going to be a good time there in Canal State Forest. So I'll see you on Saturday because I probably won't pick up my bib until that morning. Uh, but definitely I'm looking forward to it. All right, buddy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Glad to be on there. Glad you hollered at me and we'll see you Saturday. 